0: and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. Hello, my beautiful listeners. This is so amazing to be able to bring to you part two, Surrender to Soar, How to Trust God's Plan When Everything Feels Hard with Stephanie Gass. I like to call it more of an interview, but Stephanie just takes it to a whole nother level as her teacher and mentor and coach. And you can tell that she pours out and she's pouring out into us with everything she has. Stephanie Gass is a CEO, a wife, a boy, mom, coffee lover, and PJs all day enthusiast. She, Steph helps women start a podcast and successful online business, God's Way. She's the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked podcast, The Stephanie Gas Show. Stephanie believes that when we partner with God in life and business, we experience true miracles in our lives and the lives of others. Here's part two for you. Up in here. I'm saying somebody's having a life-changing moment. I, for real nuggets is no wonder God's like substance. And I love the hearing the word reigning because yes, over me. But I also, as you even said, you know, take your seat and as you take took your seat, it's like your throne seat in heaven, but also Steph, the place that you were called to in this earth and who you were called to impact. Can I just for a second, cause I have two things. First of all, somebody journal and write down, what would it look like? without fear anchors or what would I do? What a- action, massive action or action period one step would I take if I didn't have these, like what Steph was talking about attached to me? I mean, just for a minute. And then I I do I, um, advise you to like take Holy Spirit, you know, walk with Holy Spirit and take Jesus' hand and be like, cool. Now I want to engage with that. I want to walk into that future version of myself for that next step of myself. And like, just let it hover over you. Let it, you know, hang with it until it becomes a reality that the Lord wants to do in your life, because he knows the thoughts and plans he has for you. Oh man. Right. right. And then I forgot my, my other question. So for now it's just like, Oh yeah. What would it look like though? Let's just say too, not in a, what, if you'd never said yes. And how many thousands, I think, I don't even know if a hundred thousands yet of women have huh, my chills had their voices activated because of your obedience and your yes. I mean, I don't even, do you have numbers? And I don't, we don't, numbers don't matter to us. Hearts matter to the father, right? People matter to the father, but honestly, the testimony on your life that you said, yes, Lord show uh, the Lord's like, let's walk through this podcasting thing. And then just, I mean, how, how many women, thousands. Yeah. Thousands of women. And that that's the point, you know, look what,
1: Look what glory God has over your gifts. Mm -hmm. It's so big. You don't, we don't even understand. It's impossible to understand the reach and the depths and the generational impact your tiny yes will make, you know, and I think it's your responsibility to explore the yes. It's your responsibility to sit down and do what Miranda just said, journal over. What would I do if I unlocked all the fear anchors? if I just said, God, what even is the call? You know, I love these questions. I sit and I, I ask God questions and I journal, I write letters to him and I say, God, I don't know this thing, but what would that be? I don't know what this answer is, but what do you think? And what's so cool. And that's my practice. And Miranda likes to sit and she likes to close her eyes. And she likes to visualize these beautiful experiences with, with Jesus and Holy spirit. And you got to find that beautiful moment with god where he can get quiet enough where he can actually speak some truth into what the step is you know like you don't know what it is you don't know how that thing you went through at whatever age that still feels so debilitating for you or where that lie came in where 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 your life is so hard or where the the mindset issues that you're having or the mental health issue you don't know why you had to walk through that but god knows And there is a reason and there is a purpose on that pain for you. I truly believe it. And maybe it's not tomorrow, but it's, it, God is good all the time. Yes. And so it starts with those questions and asking, and God can handle your questions. He, he loves you so much. You know, I used to be afraid to ask God the big questions because I thought, well, number one, my ego. But then secondly, I thought, who am I to ask God these questions? And then I realized, and I don't, I don't remember if his humor, probably you're like, Hey, you have permission to just ask,
0: mm. just, just see what God wants to, to say to you over these things. And so good. I was, as you were talking, I was thinking of lenses and there was a post I read yesterday, Seth Dahl of course, his post on Jesus is the only true lens or something to see God through. We see God. And I'm like, come on, like, Jesus, heal our lenses, the father, heal heal our lenses, how we see. And as you were just sharing that too, it's like being um, true to who you in. I want to back up. You were saying like, I don't know the answer. I asked the question. I barely know the question. And I'm like, I heard like substance in in the unseen realm though, but it's there already because God has your books in heaven and we're outside. He's outside of time and space. So it is there. And it's wow. Like, haven't you activated that in your life stuff where you're like faith in action And you took the steps and all of a sudden, again, thousands of women forever change their generations Change Like how this is about kingdom work and legacy work. No wonder we're like fireworks. And we come together, we're both doing kingdom work. And yes, we fall and get back up 24. Okay. Maybe not 24 a lot, but kingdom work, man. And how many more people are like right now, their hearts are on fire of like, I want that purpose or I want that passion or I want that. Um, Lord. Thank you for opening ears right now. Hmm. And I think
1: what you just said landed for me big, because when you talk about this unseen realm, I think people are like, Oh, that sounds confusing, but cool. But cool. Maybe, I don't know. I'm kind of, what is that? Like, what would that actually look like? Right. Curious, yeah. And yeah, curiosity around it. And I want you to imagine that you're living in this life, right. And we have, we have body and we have spirit and we have soul. That's a really interesting concept that maybe some of you've never heard of before, right? You have your body and you're living in this physical place where it's a fallen world. We recognize that, but we also have our soul, which is your mind and your heart. And then you have your spirit, which is Holy spirit, actually living inside of you. Well, similarly, if you think about living, you know, um, flesh forward, right. You live from your, from a body place. You're always going to make choices based on what the world says about you, you know, like, you care about what you look like or how much money you make or what you should become. And like you're, you're making all these choices from a physical place, from a physical standard. And that's what we all do, because that's usually what we're all taught. Because it's really such a huge concept to think, wait, I'm I can actively experience heaven on earth. That seems like such a strange concept, right? But when you think of living spirit forward, and of Holy Spirit, you're allowing Holy Spirit to step forward, right? Mm-hmm. And and move you through life instead of you moving you through life. Well, Holy spirit makes choices that are linked up with heaven's plan for your life. Right. Yes. Holy spirit says, Hey, guess what, Steph? If you go this way, you're actively grabbing on to the destiny that God already has for your life, right? The book's already here. It's already written. The chapters are already laid out, but you have to stop leading from this place of, you know, Mm-hmm. what, what's best. And you have to let go of all of that and say, I have trust and faith that Holy spirit will lead me into the life and destiny that God has planned for me. And then your body just follows. Come on! It, my brain exploded when I finally got that concept. <laughs> Miranda was like, Stephanie wor- worker, be Steph. You're going to sit down and Holy spirit's going to come up to the table now. And I was like, what is going on? And then I recognized, Oh my gosh, you know, she's so right. Like I only let Holy spirit lead in certain parts of my life instead of this is yours. God, like Holy spirit, take the reins. You know what I mean? Like I cannot, I can't drive this car. Come on. Holy spirit. You're going to sit down. If you're going to take the wheel, you're going to tell me where we're going. And I'm in the passenger seat now. And when I realized I can sit in the passenger seat in every single area, right. In your marriage, in your motherhood, in your work, in your body, even in whatever is going on there, um, in your mindset, in your health,
0: come on. All
1: you do is follow Holy Spirit, who's already taking you to the place that God
0: has set out from the day you were created. Like picture of a trust fall right now, where you are like, hey, like you you fall back and trust in trust, and He better be there. Like that's what, and I know what that's so what feels like. People who are like, you expect me to trust after pain, pain get your soul healed, right? Trauma, get it healed, seek out a coach, get like Stephanie, come on. Would I be, would you be here today as far as you are, I guess, without healing from your past?
1: No. And the funny part was Miranda is that I was like, I don't have stuff to heal. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I sat down with you and was like, I don't have stuff to heal. It took us over a year to even get me to the place of being willing to look at the crap That I needed to heal from and so you know we have to be willing Mm -hmm. to look at the crud to look at the little tiny pockets of stuff that are hiding and and so many of you it's not your fault right it's not the things that you it's not you it's the things that we've put so far away that we really don't want to look at them because we're so afraid that when they come out We're just going to explode or we're going to die or it's going to be so hard. But the truth is when the stuff comes out, it has no more power over you. Yes. And there's nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed of because God already knows anyway, what you've been through. He already knows. So why do we hold on to it? Like it's this deep secret that nobody else gets to know. God already knows. So let it out of you because that's the act of trust, right? I'm going to take this thing and maybe you don't know the thing. I didn't know the things I didn't know that I had to really sit with it. And Miranda asked me some really hard questions that I was like, why is she asking me that? You know? And then when I went and I sat with the question, I'm like, why can't I answer that? You know? And there was so much really hidden down really deep around whatever. And when it finally came out, God's like, cool. I was waiting for you to let it out so that I could replace it with something beautiful.
0: Oh my gosh. And fill it with more of him and treasures and um, become more of who Stephanie's already created to be. And like this, and stuff for my life too. It's like um they're holding me back anyway. The yuck is holding me back. It's framed up my internal, like literal internal realities, framed up my external, where I'm like, I can't seem to break through. Uh, and then, of course, self pity was mine, victim was mine. All the things were my best friends until my coach in 2017 confronted. Like you said, I was like mad at my coach. I was like, I don't like you ever. Don't talk to me ever again. Oh, next next week, here I am. Here we go. Let's go for around two, three, four, five, two years almost. And um, confronting my small T truths with the father's truth and the father's reality and the father's love, you don't stay the same. You just can't stay the same more of me and more of you gets to shine through. And then the world sees the fruit. Like I was talking about thousands of women. I'm not, we're not puffing up. We're not bragging on the Lord. The Lord did that. The fruit on Stephanie's life and what's to come, which is more and more glory to glory is because of her. Yes. Her obedience, her willingness to heal. And then some, and sorry, but the world has nothing on that. The world success has nothing on walking. You're calling out in peace. No. And the world success is all about you,
1: mm-hmm. Right world success is about you. You make money. You have this, you get the, whatever it is that you really want, right? You look a certain way. I've had that. And when I got that, I felt more broke than ever. Mm -hmm. There was more emptiness. There was more, more pain, more, all the other pieces were shattering versus when you have success, God's way. And I did a whole episode on success, because I think this is a weird word for people when they think about well, does God want me to have success and God, Does God want me to be successful? So I did an entire episode on it because success is mentioned in even the new King James version hmm. it's mentioned in scripture. And it talks specifically about having the knowledge of God's word and then leaving it out. That's success. And so what's so fun is when you find finally have success, God's way, and you walk out this calling to give him your yes. Now you experience what, what God, what it means to have God's favor over your life. And right. it's not just financial, so sometimes it is. And that's that's great because you're gonna use it for his glory. But sometimes it's your marriage starts to shift and the way you parent and then your friendships, oh my gosh, like what God does there. Right. and then how he ha- helps you impact people and whatever it is that you do in your vocational, in your vocational jobs or in your mission work, whatever it is that you do. God's success is so far reaching and so far beyond you that I often just look around and I'm like, I don't even know how he brought me here. Mm. And it feels like I'm walking out truly heaven on earth every day. Mm. I just look up and I'm like, how is this my life? And it's because it's not my life that I planned. It's the life he planned for me. And that's possible for you too.
0: Man, I almost feel like having you in even a little bit released, like a blessing or pray for the women and the audience who's listening that want that shift or want to take a step into God's heart or want to change. Cause I feel like hearts are like, how, like how, what's the first, you know, and I don't know if you have any nuggets on that other than what we've already laid out and already like moved around the substance of what the Lord had for their hearts, but definitely release a blessing. And, you know, yeah. But know, if you don't want to right now, we will in a little bit, but what else is anything else in your heart?
1: You know, um, you ask what they can do tactically. Let me give you a few things. And then I do want to pray with you. Yes. <clears throat> you know, when we think about all these things that Brandon and I are talking about, the very first thing that you need to do is you have to give, you have to invite God into the process. Okay. So that begins with just a prayer of like, God, I don't even know maybe how to invite you into this healing process. I don't even know what's wrong with me. Or maybe you do. I know what's wrong with me and I can't heal from the thing, or I don't know what I'm called to do because I'm too broken. You have to begin there. You begin with the, inv- you invite God into the process. That is for me, that is a verbal thing. You got to write it down. You've got to show him that you are really ready. And then the second thing you're going to do is you have to be willing to take action on whatever he says. Okay. <laughs> So, because a lot of people stop right there. Well, I invited God and I didn't really hear him very clearly. So like, I think I'm good. No, 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 no. You're going to hear something's going to come through and you're going to be like, was that it? I wonder if that was it. Well, if you're wondering if that was it and Holy Spirit is tugging on you, then it was it. Go for it. Right. Just go. Don't even think about it. You know, it's like Mel Robbins, five, four, three, like one, two, three, go, just go, just do it. Just stand up, just go. It's gonna be messy. It's gonna be awkward. You're not gonna know what the heck's going on. God's gonna lead you to the right person or the right mentor or give you the words or he's gonna prompt you to apologize or he's gonna prompt you to, there's gonna be something weird that needs to happen. And everything inside of you is going to say, don't do that. That is not comfortable. Part of the process. Okay, so that's, that's number two. Number three is you then have to trust whatever God wants to do in whatever time God wants to take trust. This is one of the number one things that keep us from accessing that God planned destiny. That's already there is the trust factor, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh no, no, wait. I don't know how that will make money. So this really didn't work out. I gave it five minutes. No, no, no. That's not the way this works, right? You haven't your entire life, your entire lifetime is the journey your whole life. There is no outcome. It's not when you're 40. It's not when you're 60. It's not when you make the million dollars. It's not when you start the church or plant the church or go the place. It's none of that. It's the, your entire life is the whole journey. Heaven is the ultimate destination, right? So you've got to just say, cool, God, I did the thing. What's the next thing now? Let me know until then. I'm just going to happily keep living my life. Just so excited about your blessing every single day. Okay. That's the third thing. And then the fourth thing, the fourth thing you need to do is you have to keep asking because we get very comfortable in, well, I did the thing and now I'm waiting and trusting. Okay. Bye. No, no, no. It's not a K bye. All right. There, there is a, God wants to use you. Not once. God wants to use your gift. Not twice. But God wants to use all of you, every piece of you, everything you've been through, your family, the generations to come after you forever, every day, every minute, every word out of your mouth. He wants to use it. So start being a little bit more willing to be a vessel. Can you imagine that you have the opportunity? It's so surreal for me. And it makes me so emotional to think. Mm -hmm. God has chosen me as his daughter, and he wants to use me every day to either bless someone, maybe challenge someone, maybe speak life into my kids, maybe be quiet instead of reacting. God wants to use us every day in every instance, but we have to keep asking him to use us. We have to keep asking him to show us what's hidden away in our heart that's keeping us from being more like Jesus every single day. Don't stop asking. And then don't stop being
0: willing to do it. Ask, seek, knock. Mm, There you go. I love it. We need a t-shirt. Me too. And those those nuggets or the tips or things you just said, I'm like, I'll go back in and just swim in those for a while. Because when you said your life or lifetime is the journey, it's almost like I saw myself, well, I just got wrecked from that. So I'm just going to swim in that for a while. Like, okay, I did it. Thanks. I'm a good daughter. I'm obedient. I did it. Now I'm going to hang out or whatever in the swimming pool for years comfortable. Oh, you still, so it was so much fruit and so much gold that you just shared on even like tactical, but practical of don't stop after this point. Like, come on, like Holy Spirit's moving all the time. I just really appreciate those tips. And and,
1: and, and to, to that point, Miranda, you know, God will embed in that. He'll tell you, well, okay, daughter, sweet daughter, today you rest. Mm -hmm. it's not a doing right. It's not a by works. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we ask what God wants us to do in phases of our life and then we're obedient in it. And there, for me, the hard parts have been when God said rest. And I'm like, excuse me, I think we got work to do. And he's like, please sit down and watch the trees, watch the leaves clap, sweet daughter. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can go and I can sit because God said, right. So like, it's
0: (laughs) for real reality, 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 watch the leaves (laughs) clap. Yeah. So oh, shoot.
1: I just want you guys to keep asking yes. and, know that God yes. you. and yes. I'd love to pray with you now. Yes. Um, if you guys are driving, just listen. If you're not, you know, close your eyes and really open your heart to, to this moment. Um, you know, where two or more are gathered. Holy spirit is here and God's presence is here. And you probably f- have felt God's presence throughout this whole conversation. I know I did. And I know that both Miranda and I have, have really experienced something so incredible by recognizing that God is here and he is with us and he wants to seek your heart. Lord, we just ask you now, I ask you on behalf of all the ears listening, Lord, that you would just place so much conviction in their heart that they are called and they are not just called Lord, but that they are chosen. They are handpicked specifically and perfectly and wonderfully by you, Lord, that there is an anointing over each of their lives, no matter how small, how broken they might feel, how hard they think their life or their circumstances may be, Father, that you would wash all of that away by the mighty blood of Jesus, and you would replenish and replace in them a new belief and a new God led confidence that they have something incredible to offer that their giftings can be used for your glory, that there are people that are praying for them exactly where they are in the life that you've created for them. And that the belief, if it can just grow father, if you could place this belief in their hearts that you are good all the time, Mm. help them to see that truth and see that reality in their every day as they walk this out. And I pray that you would give them what they need to begin this restoration process and this seeking and this finding and this exploration process, Lord, of getting to know you more deeply, to really getting this, to this place of walking life out with you hand by hand, that they are completely and fully sold out, surrendered to the plan that you have. Only that destiny, only that book in heaven that you have perfectly crafted over their life, help them to get there, help them to see it father and anything, keeping them from trusting that I ask you to bind that and cast that away in the mighty name of Jesus. So that they are free, free and light to walk out the plan that you have for their life. We trust you. We're so excited. We have an excited anticipation of where you're taking us we are so grateful, so grateful, beyond grateful for your love and your consistent, your consistent trust and love that we are going to get there, Father. And you've never left us. You've never forsaken us. You've never turned your back on us. Even though we've struggled, you are still here waiting with open arms to welcome us into the purpose and the call that you have over our lives. We love you so much. In Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. I receive it. Woo!